Thank you for joining us today on The Real Life Podcast. Today we're talking to Mitchell and Abby Rapp about doing life with other people. It may sound silly to do a podcast about how to spend time with other people or how to be good friends, but I think it's something we can all just take for granted. We're sitting down with them today to talk about some of the things they do to foster a relationship or some of the things that they would encourage other people to do in order to really get to the place of having healthy relationships that are give and take and that edify and encourage one another. Well, thank you for joining us today. This is the Real Life Podcast with Austin and Sesha. And today we're going we're gonna to talk to Abby and Mitchell Rapp about doing life together with, with other people. Um, and, it, you know, it's one of those things where it's not necessarily, there's not a standard for how you can gauge whether or not you're doing life with other people. And, like, now I'm officially licensed to do it or officially, like, I have this title of, uh, of somebody who can do that. But as I've seen you guys live out your lives over the past few years, you really embody this concept super well. I've, I've seen you guys invite you. people over and, and pour into them, not even in a, in a super deep, profound way of you guiding their lives. They just seem to, to feel really good after hanging out with you. And I think that's something we can all benefit from. So let's just open it up with a super vague, you know, generic question and, and answer however you guys want, and then we'll just talk about it. So as you look at doing life with other people, what does that mean for you? You know, I think it can look like um, a lot of things to different people. Um, for us, um, the way we do life and what it means to us is just um, building a relationship with people around us. Um, inviting them over to our house is one of the main things uh, that we do to help build relationship with people. Um, make dinner for them. I love to cook, and so, you know, it's a lot of fun. I know you've had some of my cooking, Austin. Yeah, Mitchell is such a good cook. Oh, well, thank you. I don't give myself that. <laughs> don't give myself that much uh, credit. But uh, but yeah, it is. Uh, that's one of the main ways we do is just have people over to our house. You know, fix them dinner, sit around the table and talk with them, get to know what's going on in their lives, not just even the surface stuff, but just asking. You know, how are you guys doing? Like, what are you doing uh, in life right now? And um, is there anything we can do to help? And how can we pray for you? And um, that and not, sometimes it just looks like sitting on a couch watching a movie together and just talking to, talking mm-hmm. to each other. You know, it's, um, as I said, it can look like a lot of different things. So Mitchell, we know that you are a pretty, um, extroverted people person and Abby's probably more of an introverted person. Yeah, so yeah, how yeah, do I, you, Abby, how, Abby gave Mitchell and I the talk before we started this. I mean, you guys can't talk the whole time because you absolutely will. Uh, a little yeah it is true so abby how do you how and mitchell how do you guys balance that being two different people with two different personalities and mitchell probably would want to have somebody over all the time and you are like okay i've been at work all day and i need to go home and i need to not talk to anybody for a while so how do you guys balance you know doing life with others but yet being married and and finding that perfect balance between having something to do every night with someone and having that time at home together. So really, um, like you said, he he would do something almost every single night. And I, I have to have that time where I need to relax. So what I found best and what works really well for us is when I am feeling like drained or tired, I'm like, hey, we we need to find a day, pick a day where it's just us. And we usually try to do that once a week. Um, so it kind of, you know, I can like recharge, not that, you know, it takes a ton of energy, but I am very much somebody who I like to have alone time and I like, I like to be alone with my husband too. So we, we always try to schedule it out. Um, and 
Yeah. Yeah. So in that too, do you guys find that, um, you know, you have friends outside of your marriage that you like to go do things with, um, you know, like your friends, Abby, you like to go do something with your friends or Mitchell, you like to go play disc golf with Austin. Um, how does that work in your marriage? I think the biggest thing for us is communication. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Just communicating what our needs are to each other. Um, like she said, if she's feeling drained, she'll come to me. Um, but also where if she's like, hey, you know, my friends just got a hold of me and, you know, they want they want me to come do, you know, manicures or whatever you guys go do. Um, <laughs> and you guys will, you know, whatever you guys go do. Yeah. I love that. Not 100% sure sometimes, but, uh, you know, they, they go out and um, they have fun. And um, sometimes it is that time that she needs just with her and her girlfriends. Or for me, going hanging out with some of my guy friends just to, you know, Go play golf, go play disc golf, you know, you name it. Um, just getting some time um, to go hang out with friends individually. Because um, I think we find a lot of the times, too, is that usually whenever we're inviting people over to our house, it's a lot of married couples um, uh, yeah. or people who are in a relationship or engaged um, mm-hmm. because I've, we have a really uh, a heart for those people. And um, for us, it's just easier to have them over since we're married. Um, it just kind of gives us something to talk about and um, even talk to them about um maybe how their relationship is going in their um, relationship. And so, yeah, um, I think for sure, like having those separate times away um, where it's not necessarily inviting people over to our house, but just us spending time with um, our guy friends or our girlfriends, um, I think it can um, be very beneficial. Let's, um, let's even take a step back there too, because I think we're kind of talking as though like we're taking it for granted, but, you know, this whole concept of doing life with other people, of having community, of like sharing my life with other people you know we're all talking about it because most of us are extroverts in this room <laughs> true <laughs> um except for abby but um not that bad yeah i know but <laughs> but i think that in in a lot of our wiring we kind of just are, are intrinsically going to gravitate towards that but i think that it is so important to talk about the importance of community and the mm-hmm. importance of relationship and the importance of not doing life alone um, what does that mean for you guys? Do you think, do you, do you think that that stuff is important? Yeah. I mean, for sure. I, that was a very vague question. Yeah. Sorry. It is. Absolutely. It is. So let me ask you this. How important it is, is it for you when doing life with others that you're authentic and vulnerable with them and that you in turn would want them to be authentic and vulnerable with you? I mean, I believe it. It's, it's super important. That's, I mean, absolutely. That's, I think that's one of the ways to. I'm I'm a like a zero to one hundred person, so you know I may not be the most smooth at transitioning things, but um, you know, a lot of the times when I'm hanging out with people, they do open up, and I think part of the the reason they feel so comfortable with opening up is because of how open I am with them mm-hmm. yeah. about you know my my life and things that it may, I may have struggled with or. Um, just even like, especially when we hang out with other couples at our house and doing life with them, um, just us sharing some things that, um, we've been through or like, uh, they'll necessarily, they might start talking about something and like, oh yeah, you know, Abby and I struggle with that. And this is how we kind of help do that. And so it's not just this, um, scratch the surface kind of deal, um, when you're doing life with others, it's, for me, it's about going deeper and Mm -hmm. building that relationship through, vulnerability and just being able to help them and uh a lot of the times we get we get filled from that as well that you know there's a lot of times that people these people will speak into our lives as well so uh again it's just about that deep relationship with people yeah there's such power in community 
Like whenever I'm going through something difficult, I can talk to my friends who have gone through things that Absolutely. are the same thing. And mm-hmm. there's such power in being able to do that um, with with one another. How do you guys transition into that? Like, like as you start hanging out with people, do you guys go all out like on the first time of saying like, <laughs> listen, here's all of our trash and here's, here's the stuff we're really struggling in? Um, or does that come with time and building relationships? Yeah, what's your approach? I definitely think it comes with time and building relationship. Um, cause you don't want to like necessarily feel like you're scaring somebody off. You just want to gradually open up to them and, you know, you'll be able to receive advice from them as well as you giving advice. So it's really just all about, um, slowly digging deeper and building that connection and creating great friends. Yeah, for sure. I, I think it's, I mean, I, you can equate it to walking up to a stranger on the street and just saying, Hey, how are you doing? Like, what's, how are you really doing? You know, that's going to be kind of weird. And so I think that they're thrown off. Yeah. yeah you're going to get thrown off. That yeah. and you've got, <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, if anybody ever answers, Hey, how are you doing today? And they don't say fine. <laughs> you are in for mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't know if you ever had anybody do that, but you're just kind of like, whoa, you, you know, I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> so yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a subtle kind of like transition into it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Are there are there any things that you guys like, as far as like what you do when you hang out with people or when you do life with other people, are there things that kind of lend themselves to transitioning into that vulnerability? Like, is it doing, is it playing like board games or is it like watching a movie? What, what kind of stuff do you... What kind of stuff do you like doing with other people to kind of facilitate? Oh, we love playing games. Games and movies are definitely what we do most. Um, It's just fun because you can be silly. You can joke around when you're playing games, watching movies, you know, make fun of the movies. You just have a good time. Yeah, um, definitely. Like she said, the the game thing, you know, I, I don't know. It's just whenever you're sitting around a table and you're just, you know, playing games and just there's always conversation that goes on in between turns or whatever. I mean, depending on what game you're playing, mm-hmm. there's always conversation that goes on, whether that, you know, maybe joking around. and um, But I have a lot of, I think through joking around and just having conversation at the table um, opens its chance up to vulnerability um, at some points. Um, but like you said, it's not necessarily one of those things that happens like right away. Um, a lot of the times it's just like, you know, we want to, we want to just have fun. You know, there's not, there's never like, there's never an agenda when we invite somebody over to be like, oh, you know, this person, you know, when they come over, we're, we want to talk to them about this specific thing or we want to do this. Let's get this out of them. Yeah. There's, there's never an agenda in that sort of way. It's just, you know, let's have these guys over and let's just have fun, you know? And I think through that, um, that's in that relationship building, that's what, um, you know, allows that space for vulnerability. Yeah, I think that that would kind of kill the whole mood if that's kind of your, if, if they're almost like a mission that you have to accomplish, yeah. right? Of, Absolutely. We're going to invite this person over so we can fix all of their stuff. <laughs> and they're going to love it. So I'm sure you guys have a circle of friends. You know, you probably have a group of people that you do things with quite often. But do you ever find yourself seeking out other people to um, get to know them or include them in, you know, doing life with you guys? Yeah, absolutely. Um, sometimes, if it's been a while too, um, Mitchell and I, we usually like to, like we, like he said, we like to hang out with married couples just because um, we can kind of relate to them more right. sometimes or whatnot. But um, usually, 
every now and then somebody will be on my mind or these people or this couple or vice versa. And I'm like, hey, it's been a while. You know, I've been thinking about them a lot. We should, you know, see what they're doing, see what they're up to and see if they would even be comfortable with like hanging out or, you know, um, reach out to them and see see what their schedule is. And we try to always um, schedule, like I said earlier, in advance and give people enough time to to want to hang out and not feel like the, not feel guilted into hanging out or they, we want we want people to feel comfortable because you know right. when you're building a relationship with somebody you want to feel comfortable yeah absolutely and one of the one of the things that is is really cool that happens a lot of the times is abby will come to me and she'll just be like hey you know we haven't hung out with this person in a while and i you know they, they've just been on my mind lately we should we should really connect with them and do something and sometimes uh i'll be like wow, that's, that's crazy. Like that same person literally has been yeah. on my mind in this couple. Uh, we really, yeah, let's, let's go do something with them because, you know, maybe a lot of the times we may not, we may not acknowledge it, but I think a lot of the times that's God putting somebody on our hearts that right. says, Hey, you know, they, they need some friends. They need some people to talk to. And so, um, you know, if we can be that open ear to people, mm-hmm. then, you know, we would, we would love to be that. And so, um, yeah. And then when it comes to inviting new people, um, yeah, it's the same, it's kind of almost the same thing It's like, we'll, we'll kind of have, start off with a conversation between Abby and I, and we'll just, it'll be like, man, these people are really cool. And it's like, yeah, yeah like let's, let's hang out with them. Like <laughs> I, they, they seem like they'd be really fun to hang out with. So let's hang out with them. And, um, then trying to build that relationship to where, you know, they would feel comfortable coming over and, um, just talking with them every time we see them and, you know, and extending that invitation and just, again, no pressure. We don't want to guilt anybody no. coming over to say, Hey, you know, we'd love to hang out with you guys. And I think a lot of the times, too, um, just to kind of ease in to a uh, relationship there, we find it sometimes easier to, like, even go out to mm-hmm. eat um, right, yeah. at first. Just because there's, there's like, always this awkward thing that when you, you come over <laughs> to somebody's house yeah. where it's like, should we leave? And then you're also, <laughs> as the host, wondering, like, are they going to leave? Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's, that's when's a, we just had this conversation time? earlier, Austin, <laughs> yeah, and I did. We're talking about small groups and talking about how this one group was probably going to meet at a restaurant how nice that is because you have these built-in kind of like it's time to go here's yeah, our bill yeah. times of okay we're here we're gonna meet here at five o'clock and then we're gonna eat for an hour and then we're gonna get our bill and leave and yeah. so that's a really smart idea having that as a kind of as a buffer to get rid of some of that awkwardness do you notice or do, this might be a morbid kind of question but as you kind of hang out with new people and as you form new relationships is that are there so many friend slots that can be filled? Like yeah. as you look at as you look at how many people are in your lives, are you again? It might be a weird question, but do you notice that if we're giving these people a lot of attention over here, we kind of have to dial back over here? Because I think a lot of people kind of find themselves in this boat of I want to hang out with a bunch of people and I want to do life with a lot of people. But if you hang out with everybody with like the same right. intensity, I feel like you would burn yourself out. How do you guys approach something like that? Yeah. Do you have a limit on who on how many people you can do life with before it just gets too overwhelming and overcoming for you guys? No, I. <laughs> Abby I mean, rolled her eyes. No, I was thinking. Yeah, you I was. I was thinking. It, but Abby did roll I was her thinking. Eyes. <laughs> that, was probably, that was probably because I bumped her because I was like, "Hey, do you want to answer this question?" And I don't think she. Wanted no, to answer I was. The question. That's not true. I was just thinking. Um, but no, um, I don't think that there's necessarily a. It is like, a hard we question. have ten open it's, spaces. Yeah. No. Right? We. Yeah. We never look at it like that. Yeah. It's just kind of. Well, and again, I think you guys will look at it differently. So Mitchell, you first because you're the extrovert here. Yeah. And so for me, it's. Like, for me, it's just like as again we had talked about how like sometimes God will just place people on our or on our hearts 
or like we'll be hanging out with people and we'll meet somebody new and it's like man like they're like they're really cool you know i i would love to get to know them better and so um again and a lot of the times throughout the week or something after i meet somebody like i'll notice myself like like i feel like god just keeps putting them back on my mind and so for me it's never really an idea of like oh there's only so many slots but it's just as god put somebody on my heart that i want to i want to get to know them and, um, cause you know, I believe that there's a reason for that. There's a reason he's putting them on my heart. So, um, but yeah, I don't, I wouldn't necessarily say there's a certain amount of spots. I am kind of open to, you know, hanging out with everybody Whoever, and yeah. anybody I, at any time. I, yeah. An introvert. yeah. So I agree with that completely because it is hard. You can't just say, I have five slots for these people and these people only, but I am very much somebody, if you spread yourself super far or super thin how can you build relationship with people Mm -hmm. you can't have um 100 friends and be super close with all of them it's just not possible so um really that's kind of getting us i'm sorry go ahead no go ahead i I think it's kind of getting us to the point of even why we're having this conversation is just really to communicate the importance of community and of Mm -hmm. relationship and of doing life with other people um it's something that's life-giving Right. And I think that if you reach that place that you're talking about a little bit, where if you have a hundred friends, you can't pour into a relationship no, with all of them absolutely. or it's life taking. Um, as you look back at your guys's lives and take a second to think about it if you need to, but what are some of the biggest benefits that you've seen from doing life with other people of having community? Well, you just, again, it's just, you always have somebody there. When you need advice, you have somebody to go to. When you need prayer, you have somebody to go to. And when they need that, they have somebody there for you too. And so that's just really um, a great part of it as well. Mitchell, what do you think? Why is it important to have community? You know, um, I'm just to piggyback off of kind of what she said, but just having those relationships, you know, and I think you even said it earlier is that you, you said when you're going through something, it's, um, it's always so nice to talk to somebody that has been there or just somebody that you can confide in where you know that it is, you're not going to be judged for necessarily how you think about a situation, whether it's negatively or not. Um, cause you know, we've all been there. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just, having that person to talk to and just be able to confide in them. Um, and that, that aspect of community, I think is super important and something that I've grown to love over the past few years and just the deep relationships I've, I've built and being able to, to celebrate, um, my friends that I've made, um, whenever they accomplish something, you know, I think that Mm -hmm. can speak to somebody quite a bit, um, to hear, you know, dude, you're doing a great job. Uh, at just that life and what you're doing and uh, you know that to me that that really can only come through relationship mm-hmm. um, so yeah I mean I think I, I just that's been a lot of the benefit of having that community building community with people and doing life together is building up that community to be able to just all be able to talk together and work through things and you know encourage each other to know you're not alone that's nice. That's huge. That yeah. is huge. What would you tell people? Like, how would you coach people who are alone right now? Because, you know, we just walked through. I mean, 
COVID has really slackened up, you know, in the past couple of months, but we've just walked through a couple of years of a pandemic and, and you've seen a bunch of people respond in different ways. But I think that one of the major issues that we see is people kind of isolating themselves, right? Either through, be it because they've needed to quarantine or because they've wanted to, to be safe, they've kind of created the shell and they've said, man, I'm just going to be alone for a little bit. As they would kind of try to walk back out or even whether they're engaging, whether or not they even want to be with other people, how would you kind of convince them or what would you say to them to get out there, to, to begin doing life with other people? Yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about with COVID. Um, they, I, I kind of noticed that people got so used to being alone and having to isolate themselves. And so getting back out there can be kind of hard. Something that Honestly, and it may sound cliche to say that really helped is church. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like church, like getting involved in church and coming back to church. Um, there's just something about the community that's already established mm-hmm. uh, in a church that when you walk into it and you, you know, you just have a greeter say hi to you and being able to, you know, work your way back into that community aspect and you know making friends through church you know that's i feel like that's where most of our friend group has come from is from meeting them at a at a church event or mm-hmm. um something like that so you know if you're really struggling with being alone i would really say to you know as i said as cliche as it sounds like come to church like there is a bunch of people a community here that is willing to pour into you and to love on you that's good because i was just thinking about you know how how easy is it for you guys to find people that you have commonalities with to do life with? Mm-hmm. But is it a little bit harder to reach out to couples that maybe um, you don't have things in common with? Maybe people that aren't part of our church family or um, have that commonality with you. Is it hard for you guys to do life with people outside of you know, the belief of what we have as a church family and a church circle? Um, tell me about that. Um, it, it can be hard sometimes. I, you never want to try to make your friend, you never want to make your friend feel like you're forcing their beliefs on them. And we've had this conversation because we do have some friends who actually don't have the same beliefs as us. Mm -hmm. And you sometimes have to draw the line of, okay, I am not going to engage in this in the way they want me to. Um, engaging in this, not meaning relationship. Yes, you mean like whatever kind of and yeah, and like activity, whatever activity yeah. or the situation is. Right. Yeah, we're all well, like yeah, we'll still engage in relationship. Um, but sometimes you do have to be careful. You have to draw the line of I'm not gonna let their negativity rub off on me. I'm not gonna pick that up. Yeah, that's good. Anything to say off? That? So as as we are stepping into you know a season even in our church of of connecting others with, with each other, what would you say to someone who are a couple like you that's looking to begin to make connection with other couples? Yeah, to like, host people over yeah, at their house. Yeah, to host and... people at their house. Like I'm not a good host person at my house because I'm, I got OCD and it, those kinds of things drive me crazy, but I love people. So mm-hmm. I would do it. But you know, if you, if you ran across a couple that was like, Oh man, I really would love to be like you guys and just learn how to do life with other people. And you know, host people at my house or, you know, what, what can you, what could you say to somebody that was like, how do I get started in this? You know, I think, um, a good way to really get started and started in that is, um, just in prayer, just 
-hmm. pray and ask God for opportunities and to send people to you that he would want you to have relationship with and want you to spend time with. That's good. Um, Pray and ask God, say, hey, create these opportunities. Because if you ask God for opportunities, you know, he's going to present them to you. And something I was told a while back that um, I've really carried with me to this day is that those opportunities may not look like what we want them to look like. It can look like, hey, I need help moving. Right. Oh, that's the best. And, <laughs> you know, it's 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 hard to, to hop in and be like, oh, yes, let me help you move. Right. But sometimes whenever you ask, pray and ask God for opportunity, those opportunities can look like that. And so you going and help them move may start that conversation of, hey, you know, let's hang out more or yeah. let's do this. And, you know, let's let's build this relationship. Um I would also encourage you, you know, if I'm, you know, I'm always comfortable with it, but I'm also an extrovert. But like, if you um, are wanting to have that relationship, start a relationship and are, are comfortable in doing so, like, you know, come talk to Abby and I, you know, we'd love to have you over to our house and yeah. try to even model that for you and show you what kind of we do and um, just love on you. And, you know, hopefully yeah. that you can take that and pass that on to somebody else. Yeah. And I think it's cool because at the end of the day, I mean, from everything you've said so far, it's. It's not really doing anything crazy elaborate. No, it's not. It's doing not. anything hard. You don't have a checklist that you're trying to do. You're just trying to get to know other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's I know like. Just natural for you, I think. Yeah. Thanks. I know from Taylor and I hanging out with you guys, you know, I think that most of our, our times that we hang out follow the same kind of format where Mitchell <laughs> and I will cook for a little bit and then we'll relax and hang out with the kids for a sec and then we'll play a board game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Abby and I are evidently really competitive. We're the competitive like to, partners in our marriages. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And, yes, absolutely. And okay, Mitchell, fine. Mitchell takes the brunt of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but I think back to those things, and and those have been times where it's what you guys said. We've had so much fun, mm-hmm. and in that fun, you know, we've grown closer. But it's also opened the doors to having deeper conversations yep, and right. really helping to navigate through that stuff. So it almost seems like it's who just jump in, invite <laughs> yeah. someone over. Yeah, I think really. that we've just life has become so serious that we we miss opportunities to just connect with others and laugh and have fun and i think that the majority of the people would say that that might be lacking in their life right now especially Mm -hmm. after we just walked through a two-year pandemic time where you know people learned how to do life alone and you know we're getting back into a place where people are are hungering for laughter and and fun and just doing life with each other so that's good do you guys notice if you have to like or as you, again, hang out, you guys hang out with a lot of people, and that's so cool. Have you guys had to put up any boundaries? Because we're looking at, at not just the relationships we have with other people, but the importance of, like, marriage as a relationship. Right. And, and I know tons of people who would hang out with somebody every night yeah. of the week, <laughs> but the other partner is like, uh, we can't do yes. that. Yes. Have you had to say, no, we don't, we can't do this right now. And how do you protect that time with one yeah. another? Communication. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, as I said earlier, you know, Communication is a big aspect, you know, we just need to communicate with the other person how we're feeling and you know, we never Abby and I will never say yes to somebody coming over until we've talked to the other person. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, very important. I was going to say that. Yeah. Yeah, just make sure we you talk to each other. Um and just say, you know, hey, like I'm actually feeling a little tired tonight. I was really hoping we could spend just the time just the two of us just hanging out watching TV or whatever. And um you know, if that's the case and just like no, but also don't leave it at just saying no. Try to reschedule, you know, uh, yeah. try to talk to your spouse or your significant other about, you know, hey, like, you know, I don't really want to tonight, but, you know, this day or this day will work or maybe even this weekend or next weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that way you're not just telling somebody, no, we don't want to hang out with you. Yeah. You know, you're saying we can't tonight. Um, we would love to, but we're, would you be available one of these other nights? Right. Um, so again, 
just communication is a very big thing um, whenever it comes to um, just the health of, you know, your spouse and, you know, just making sure they're in a good spot, you know, because if you're drained, uh, then you're not going to be as much, you know, you're not going to be very lively and not a whole bunch of fun to be around if you're just tired the whole time and not really wanting to engage. Um, make sure you're, you're filled up and you're, you're good before you try to, you know. So let me ask you guys this. This is kind of one of those morbid questions that Austin had earlier. Have you ever had to disengage yourself from doing life with someone? Whether it be, um, an argument or disagreement or something. Or just phase of life. Yeah. 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 Or or even, you know, they got busy. You guys, you know, I mean, have you ever had to. Just say, you know what, this this doing life together right now for us and this couple is not going to work. Because I think I think a lot of people do find themselves in situations of unhealthy relationships yes. where they've realized how they're acting is affecting how we're yeah, thinking and how good. we're processing. And so, you know, having that opportunity is important. Do you guys, have you guys had to walk through anything like that or have you seen anybody have to walk through anything like that? Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely, for sure. You know, there's there's been a couple friends that we've had that, you know, may not, like you said, like there's, there are friends we have outside of the church and, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes we can be hanging out with them and we, when we do realize that it starts to impact, start to impact, you know, the way we think, like those negative thoughts really start to penetrate the way we think, then, you know, we sometimes will say, you know what, let's kind of take a step back for a little bit. And, um, a lot of the times, like even in, you know, not, you don't necessarily have to communicate that to them to say, no. hey, we, we don't want to hang out with right. you for a little bit. You know, it's not even usually that. It's just saying like, hey, you know, we're, you know, a lot of the times um, we just use that time for ourselves. We really take a step back and say, you know what, we've been really busy lately. Let's take a step back and just spend, we need to spend like a couple days to where, or even a, like just we'll plan a week and just like, okay, we're not going to do hardly anything this week. Uh, we may have one person over like one of the nights, but for the re- for most nights, we're going to try and just make it us two and really try to recharge and take that step back um, and then re-engaging after that. And so, mm-hmm. and a lot of times that's what it comes across and to communicating that whenever those people will continue to ask us to hang out, it's just, hey, you know, we've been really busy lately and we would love to take a step back um, and just spend some time just us two for now because it's been a lot of time, like uh, most of the time they uh, they will un- completely understand that, like, Oh yeah, you know, cause they've been there, you know, I, you know, you get tired and you know, you just need some time to recharge and relax, um, with your significant other. And that's, you know, valuable time. And they, they understand that a lot of the times. Yeah. And I think that, I think that that also just embodies some other really important concept of, of putting your marriage mm-hmm. before everything else. Mm-hmm. Like I know a couple, I mean, there have been friends of mine that have had to walk through things where one spouse is hanging out with a friend that probably isn't the best to hang around with for the health of the marriage. Mm. And they've had to have worked through that difficult process of, of doing exactly what you're talking about, of being able to say, you know what, this is affecting my marriage, and so we can't hang out on this level for a bit until mm-hmm. I get everything in alignment over here. Um, so that was a really good answer. Thank you. Good job. <laughs> um, I think just to kind of wrap it up, I think it'd be kind of fun, just as a fun little silly thing. What are Yay. your top... <laughs> Abby loves the impromptu stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I can answer these better. You got this. What are your top, like, three favorite things? Well, all four do. I think that'd be fun. Hey. Like, as you're looking at as you're looking at engaging and involving other people, as you're looking at even initiating doing life with other people, again, we're making this approachable for everyone else to be able to hop in and do this. What are three things that you really like doing that you say, yeah, I can do this with other people, and this can be a way for us to do life together? Mitchell, you go first. Well, I love food. 
Um, <laughs> yep. I love to yep. cook. It's like the eighth time you've mentioned that. I today. know. I know. Yeah, I food. love food and I love to cook. So, like, uh, just cooking a meal for somebody, I I love doing that. Um, also, I would say the, the second thing for me, too, um, we, we talked about board games a little bit, but I want to talk about one board game in particular. Um, just because we've been playing it a lot lately. Pit? No, no, not not, not Pit, although Pit is a good game. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, With Wordle, oh, with Facetid. Wordle coming out, oh, yeah. and Wordle. us, you know, really doing the Wordle every day. We know we have a group chat with some friends, and we send the daily Wordle to each other every single day, like how we did. It's and it's always like a routine. competition. Who, it's literally our who morning routine. Who can get routine. it in the, the least, least amount, amount of tries. guesses? Yeah. <laughs> So, um, you know, that kind of opened our, our minds back into Scrabble. You know, I, oh, we've, been yeah. playing, we've been playing Scrabble with some I friends recently. And, um, <laughs> Bow jackets. <laughs> we, we recently, this is very pointed because <laughs> Mitchell and Abby just came over and we played Scrabble all together. And Mitchell's the kind of guy who, whenever he is unsure of whether or not he has a word, he goes to Scrabble's website. Yeah, he cheats. <laughs> I was going to get cheats. there. He, <laughs> he goes through the dictionary on Scrabble.com and... Types in everything types he in has. Types in every combination of words what that he I has. What can I come up with? And Abby and I just made fun of him the whole time. And my wife was just like, you guys are really competitive. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got cooking, you've got board games, particularly word-based board games, which <laughs> yes, is always fun. That's a really specific area, but <laughs> what's your third one, Mitchell? Um, Not not only cooking, but also like going out. I love going out to eat just because, again, I love food. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> Going out to eat with people is, I think, is always really fun. But, but more in particular, I love going out of town um, because I find a lot of the time, like the drive there is yeah. a lot of fun. Just That's, sitting yeah. and talking in the car with people because they're trapped and they can't go. Down. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, um, they can't leave. No, I'm kidding. Uh, they, but it is a lot of fun because you know you're just all in a car and you know listening to music or just sitting around and talking for 45 minutes on your way to a nearby town um, to go get food or to go to the mall or do something. So I also like traveling um, with friends. Um, that's always a bunch of fun. Awesome. Abby, what about you? What are three things that these are things that I love that you can hop in and do life with other people in? Mine would definitely still have, mine would be games and food as well. Um, mine, I'm not a very good cook. I don't like to cook as much. It's just messy. I don't like dealing with meat, but I like to bake more. So that's that would probably be my third but going out to the restaurants you know sitting down just enjoying that time together um and then also games i love games as you said i'm competitive i guess (laughs) (laughs) so i love games um they're fun to me a time or two whenever we played i'm not surprised yeah thank you (laughs) sasha understands i understand (laughs) but games yeah um just being silly um and then yeah, baking. I'm not so much, like I said, I don't cook that well. I like to bake more probably because I love sweets. You know, I'll eat them all day. But, yeah. Hey, Sasha, what about you? What are three things that you love doing that you like bringing other people along the journey with? Food is definitely number oh one. Goodness, I know. People. Okay, Austin, don't pretend you're not going <laughs> to say know. food. Don't pretend don't, you're not yeah, going to say food. Now on principle. <laughs> okay. I I'm don't enjoy cooking at all, with. so mine is definitely going out to yeah. a restaurant and eating anywhere. El Rodeo. Yes, yeah, that's my fave, probably. They know me by name there. Second would probably be games. We love to play games, too. And, um, yeah. And third would probably just be doing anything, like, outside in the sunshine. And just laughing. Like, you are a sunshine person. I am a sunshine person. And so I love to go on vacation with people. And 
I just love to laugh and just enjoy life. Yeah. So that's literally, I can do that anywhere though. Mm-hmm. So I just want to laugh with people and have fun and make fun of Austin. Yeah, we love that. <laughs> <laughs> we, we really do all love each other. <laughs> we do. <laughs> Promise. <laughs> what about you, Austin? Oh man, I think that I had to think Don't about say my, food. I'm not going to say food. I can't now. <laughs> I think I had to think about mine a little bit because a lot of times whenever I'm doing things, Mitchell knows, I kind of default into just silence and concentration on whatever I'm doing. <laughs> like Mitchell's come over to the wood shop with me before and we're like, this is going to be really fun to work together. And I don't, I put my headphones on and don't <laughs> talk, don't to, talk to him. Let's so not do doing life do together. Yeah, no, it was, I, honestly, for me, it was miserable. He I, told I was, me, I was just you're like, like is it I'm pretty sure, time to go yet? I'm pretty sure you came home and you're like, yeah, I'm never doing that with Austin again. <laughs> I, I went home and told Taylor, I don't think Mitchell's ever going to do Hey, you know, like, I love you, but... Yeah. Right, but come on. We do everything together. I was say, we weren't even talking. <laughs> you were sanding. I think, I think, first I like disc golf a lot. Um, Mitchell and I play that. I told Sesha all about Yes, the rules I just yesterday. learned all about disc golf. So exciting. I, I love playing disc golf, and that's something that I like doing with other people, because there's a lot of times where you just walk, and I like talking to people, and so that's a really good time to talk. Um, board games as well. I have to watch the competition part of me whenever I'm playing board games because that could also act as like a hindrance to relationship. Uh, yeah. I'm not careful. Um, so I like I like board games and disc golf. And? And I'm not going to say food. I can't. I, <laughs> I do like eating food. with other people. I will. I'll throw that in there. You guys win. I, I like having people over and I like eating dinner with them. and, and it, that, because I Sitting think they, around the table. Smoking yeah. some ribs. Yeah, smoking some ribs. Doing doing some of everything. I, I I just think that you can talk to people really well. I think that I don't know. They're evidently all four of us agree. I think there's something just inherent about eating food together. Yeah. yeah. Th- that we associate with community and that and uh, that lends itself to doing that. So I, I think guess, there's a comfort aspect to it too. Like yeah. you're just comfortable when you're eating. Yes. You're just, you're just hanging yeah. out. You're just eating and it's relaxing. Exactly. And so I think that we can just kind of land this whole thing by by just again echoing the importance of community. Yeah, we shouldn't do life alone. We're made to do life with other people, and mm-hmm. in that, we not only don't have to worry about being alone. We get this whole bank of support that we can always go to and in turn give to other people. But life is just so much richer whenever we're doing life with other Absolutely. people. Absolutely, yes. Yep. And so, thank you guys for coming. Thank you guys for joining us on the podcast. And yeah, thanks yeah. for having us. Uh, yeah, thank you. Guys, you. Guys, we're wonderful. Day. We're so glad you joined us. Thank you for joining us on the Real Life Podcast. If you enjoyed listening, please remember to subscribe to stay up to date on every new episode and announcement. If you have any questions, comments, or you want to suggest a new topic for future shows, please email us at reallife at visitlife.org.